I spoke to John Stevens last week about the Starlight Tour and about what's going on. I've got Kate Sobrano on the phone now. G'day, Kate. How are you going? I haven't spoken to you for a Good while. Good morning. I know it's been about even years. It's like... Yeah, Where it's been, been a. Well, I just over here, you know, doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How's the tour going? You enjoying yourself? Because it's like a, an old home week, really, with you and John and your brother Phil. And it's amazing. You know, working with John, he's um, first of all working with John is is a treat because he's such a great singer. Yeah, the guy's just the most astonishing singer. It's like working with someone like, oh, I don't know, Marvin Gaye and Joe Cocker and you know, all wrapped into one. Oh, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. and um. A hundred years ago, I remember there was a band that Joe Cocker went out on the road. It was called Mad Dogs and Englishmen. He sort of yep. collected all his. Friends. I saw the uh, I saw the uh, the movie of it with uh, Leon it, uh, Leon Russell and everybody with else. Leon Russell, yeah, I right. know, I know, I know. So that's the sort of vibe, actually. Um, he's got fifteen players on stage. There's horns. There's there's beautiful women. There's backing vocalists who yeah. sing like crazy. You know, just. The, the wonderful quality, but that's what's been going on with that. And then I get on top of all of that, my brother, who is he's just a gem. He's um he's a funny bugger, and he can play like <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, but he's uh, he has this sort of on stage persona that's like Jerry Lewis, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he sort of sets it all up and gets the crowd really engaged. It's just it's just been the best tour. Lots it's going to be one hell of a night. Now you're. You're actually, uh, where are you? In, you're in Brisbane or something this week, aren't you? I think part of the tour. I'm actually in Darwin right now. We oh, okay. Just, we, we just did a gig last night with Ice House. Oh, that would have been great too. It was amazing. A- amazing. And, you know, Ice House really is the soundtrack of my teenage years. And yeah, you're not the only one of, there. Yeah, the cinema. And, you know, because I was so cinematic. Yep. Everything that happened, the first kisses, you know, yeah, the, yeah. all of those memories, they're sort of attached to all that music. But music um, brings all that back to us, though, doesn't it? We hear a bit of music and we suddenly go back to the 90s or the 80s yeah, and we go, oh, yeah. I remember that, you know. Oh, yeah. I reckon it's it's a very it's an, it's a very valuable tool for that reason alone because, you know, life wants to teach you to be all kind of normal and, and keep it all sort of square and linear. And then music bends you out of shape. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's again. right. Like, you know, for example, whenever I hear models, I immediately go back to you backing vocals. Yeah, you know, I know. And that yeah. film clip, you know what that's I mean? That's right. I know. Yeah, that really, it struck such a, it was, it was such a vibrant song. And James, um, although the models I was in love with actually even before James had joined. So yeah. that, that album, though, kind of took them off-piste, as it were. Yeah. Like, they just kind of, like, completely became an entirely different band. Oh, it was a great and, band. I yeah. loved them. I thought it was fantastic. Hey, you know what? I'm sitting here out of my hotel room. I'm watching a, a regular dude. He's just come out with nothing on, which is always a bit fun. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a whistle. No, but no, I can see him. <laughs> well, well, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> Oh, what a weekend. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. Uh, anyway, it's going to be a great night. This is Friday the 18th at the Astor Theatre. And uh, if you want to yeah. uh, get your tickets, I'll be doing them ASAP because this is going to be one hell of a night. It's going to be great. John yeah. Stevens, Starlight Tour, Kate and Phil Sobrano. And uh, I'm going to come up there. It's, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fantastic <laughs> night. Thanks for chatting, Kate. Take it easy. And uh, I'll let you enjoy the view there in Darwin. <laughs> Thank you so much. Shark culling is uh, risen to the surface once more.
Yes, Federal Environment Minister Josh Frydenberg has accused the state government of not doing enough to prevent shark attacks ahead of summer, declaring it should use drum lines just as it puts police on the streets. Well, Diane Evers, Southwest MLC and WA Greens Marine spokesperson. Good morning. What do you think about that statement, Diane? Uh, good morning, Ian, and thanks for uh, talking to, with me. Um, it's crazy. You know, we can go out there and we could kill a couple of sharks and it's really not going to change the risk. Sharks, you know, tra- travel over a long distance. Um, you know, if there's 10,000 of out there, 10,000 of them out there and you take out five or six, you're still going to have the same risk out there. You know, it's it's just a crazy idea. It's going to be very expensive and it's going to give people a false sense of security. That's the worst part, the false sense of security. I mean, if you go and kill a couple of sharks, I mean, people, to me, though, they're smart enough to realise that if there are a couple of sharks killed or culled, whatever term you want to put on it, with drum lines or with anything else, um, really, you're still taking, you know, that risk when you get out there and you've got to basically do as much as you possibly can to ensure your own safety. And I'm talking about, you know, shark shields on the legs for surfers and all that sort of stuff and the stuff they're doing on boards. And the technology's pretty good these days. And you'd have to be, if you're sitting out there, and really, when it all boils down to it, the number of the people that actually hit the surf and go swimming in, the, in our oceans around uh, the WA coastline each year, really, it's still... Like, there's more chance of being hit crossing the road, is the old saying, oh. as there is being attacked by a shark, don't you reckon? Absolutely. I mean, the sharks aren't after us. If sharks really wanted to get people, we've been out there for a long time, and there's a lot of us, and they could be having us for dinner every night. Um, but that's not the case. It's just sometimes we, one gets taken, we're in their habitat, um, and, and happens to be you know a very unfortunate event. Don't want to play that down. But you're right. People need to be educated as to what they can do to minimize their risk. And, you know, some things like not going in certain areas at a certain time of year when the sharks are more likely to be around. Oh, yeah, during the wild, the wild migration Absolutely. season and, you know, at dusk and at dawn and when it's sharky, like it's overcast and it's still on a day like that and the water's oily. I mean, that all just screams sharks to me, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, you know, and that's when they stay out. Or if you're very concerned about it, you know, don't go so far out. I mean, it's most often it's the surfers or that are taken, um, and a couple of swimmers who are quite far out, you know, past the surf break. Um, you know, you stay in along the shore, and the great whites, the ones that are going to take you and actually be able to kill you, are not at that point. So, you know, there's a few things people to do can do. And I think, you know, on the other hand, too, if they were to take a couple of sharks, wouldn't that just say to people, this is where the drum line is, and this is where the sharks are? <laughs> you know, this is where we've taken one. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. in some ways, if I knew that there was a great location for killing great whites, that would be the location I would not want to go near. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> well, almost that's right. backwards. That's right. If you could get Josh Frydenberg in a corner and say something to him, what would you say to him? Uh, I would say find something else to worry about. This is something to distract people for some of the r- real worries that we have today. I know. They're probably yeah. just trying to take our mind off same-sex marriage over here or something. Oh, you know? who knows? <laughs> that's right. I'm sure they're trying to distract us. <laughs> Nothing to minimise how terrible it must be. Uh, oh no exactly right I mean exactly uh, family and friends of a shark attack victim I mean you know it's just terrible but really it's the same as dying in a car accident you know unfortunately unfortunately we die of a lot of different things these days and uh, and it's all very very sad for the family and friends no doubt Diane Evers Southwest MLC and WA Greens Marine spokesperson good to chat with you Di talk to you later okay thanks Ian bye to download. It's 10 the internet. Yes, a very good morning, mate. How are you?
Blackers, I'm very well. How are you, mate? Not bad, not bad at all. Good. Thank you very much. Now, inspired by your um, incredible Lazarus-like story from the weekend where... <laughs> I found that you, money. <laughs> you thought you lost a lot, a lot of money and oh, then found I, it I was beside myself. days later. I was beside myself, honestly. <laughs> I bet you, it's amazing. Anyway, inspired by that story, I thought last night myself, self, there's got to be an app about that, you know, the lost and found thing, and sure enough, there is. Yeah. Let me introduce you, Blackers, for next time. No, there'll never be <laughs> for next, next time. time. There won't be a next time, mate. Hypothetically, <laughs> next time. Trace Tiger. Trace Tiger. Trace Tiger, yep. So is it spelt the normal way that it sounds with those two words being yeah, spelt correct, the same yeah. way? Because people with apps just drive me nuts. They come oh, up with these, these tricky spelling for things and you think, yeah, they, you can't even find them, you know. That's a whole separate separate chat. But anyway, okay. was, you know, Trace Tiger. Because there's actually another one called Bounty and I downloaded it and I went, went online to look for it to find some information and I couldn't actually find it. It's like, what are these people thinking? Anyway, Trace Tiger <laughs> is a um, lost and found community. So essentially what you do is once you join up, you have an account, and then if you lose, say, for example, your keys down the beach, you can just um, place in the details. I was at the beach at 3 o'clock, and then it, people who are on that community get the alert. So if they see it, they can let you know. Because, uh, you know, it's as much about people who lose keys as people who might find a random set of keys, but then they can go to this app yeah. and see if someone's, um, you know, lost a set of keys. The only... There's a clearing, glaring issue here, and that is that you've got to trust people, right? Because... <laughs> <laughs> there's a glaring issue here. There's a glaring issue here, mate, to trust people because uh, you know, really, you know, if someone found a pair, of, a set of keys, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe if they found maybe eighteen hundred dollars on the road in a uh, in an envelope, I mean, there's a lot of trust there. There's a lot of trust there. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I'm a bit of a glass half full kind of guy, Black, because I like to see people pretty, pretty fair and trust. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There's always hope. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's always um, and the great thing about that too is that actually so it's not just items they also um, have uh, categories for people and for uh, pets oh okay so cool if you lose your cat or your dog in the, in the suburbs of, of Bunbury you can just drop a little uh, pin on the map and then uh, people get the alert and they see the okay how many people in this community because if there's uh, like know, five or six people, yeah, it's, it's not going to work. They actually say that in the app. They say they need people to join up to yep. um, make it work. So okay, cool. It's, you know, I guess about getting the name out there, but that's just a little idea in, uh, in the lost and found situation. Okay, Trace Tiger. Yeah, it's a good idea. Okay, mate, let's hope it catches on and everybody gets on board. 